Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Hello, Mr. Craig. How you doing, man? Hey, just fine. Man, isn't it a beautiful day down here in Florida? It is an awesome day in Florida. We're in February already. Can you believe it? The, the month is, is gone by. I, I put away my snowshoes, my uh, rake. Oh, wait a minute. That's all I have. Now. That's all you have. It's been cold enough here in Central Florida where we've had a fire pit going on at night. The fire pit is just for what? Light up the backyard to see like, well, you, all the green grass? You can have schmoes, according to Toy Story 1, or... What's a s'more from you Toy Story 1? No, Toy Story 1. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Anyways, we are here today. It's awesome. It's good to see you. It's a Monday. It is February 8th. Gosh, this is the 38th episode. I tell you, when we do our statistics and our uh, analytics, I should say, we're just climbing like crazy in numbers. And it's actually, it goes even further back when we first started. I mean, a lot of people are starting to get some uh, downloads that uh, people think, when you first start out, it's, nothing gets hit. Well, it's sporadic. People are finding out. I mean, I've been handing out cards like crazy. Good. And, and it's apparently helping. All right. B- business cards? Business cards. I tell them what episode, especially episode 31 where we named everybody. Right. Right. And, that was a year-end recap. And that was last a year. huge hit. In fact, someone mentioned it that we should have that. And I'm like, it's already out it's there. Already Just done listen there. to it. Just listen to it. Well, we're glad to be here today. We're glad to be anywhere today. And today we're going to have two realtors back-to-back. We've got another realtor that's going to give a different perspective on this that's going to be in here. But home sales here in the United States, do you know when that started? Do you know when, when realtors and everything began doing that? No. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll ask. We haven't introduced you yet, but our but our guest in here, Pamela Costa. Do you know when that all started? Hmm. I'm gonna guess 1945, but I'm probably. You know off. what? You are no, <laughs> actually not as far off. The first record, the first records of home sales in the United States, 1890. You're close, but no. But hold on. It wasn't until 1919 when anybody before they started to call themselves a real estate broker. Anyone that was, you could be. Whatever you want, you didn't have to have anything professional. You didn't have to be certified. You didn't have to do anything like that. But the practice of selling homes in an area was a dubious practice, to say the least. And they would be known as curb stoners. They would place multiple placards in front of homes, trying to compete, leaving homeowners just basically pick one of the multitudes. So it's not like it is today. It's very, it's very different than it is today. You said 1940s, but 30s and 40s real estate agents started using an open house to create a unique marketing tool. People are getting out of the war. Post-war boom saw real estate sales go through the roof. And then in 1952, the use of model homes emerged in Dallas so people could see what they might actually buy. Could you imagine being a real estate owner, a real estate broker in the 1920s? You know, your backyard was actually a, with a cow in it, so you know you're going to have beautiful for <laughs> life. So anyways, with all, that, <clears throat> with all that said, our guest today is Miss Pamela. Is it Costa or Costa? Yes. Costa. Okay, good. Yes. Is it Costa or Costa? Yes. yes. All right. She is with Caldwell Banker Realty. And what is your welcome? First of all, thank you. I know you're tremendously busy, so thank you for being here. Give us your Reader's Digest. For those of you who don't know who Reader's Digest is, it's a, it's a book. And give us your version of your background and 
then how people can contact you. Then we'll start jumping into some questions. Okay. Well, actually, I'm just a Florida native. I was born and raised here in Central Florida. Started getting into real estate actually in my 20s. And then I left the industry and I came back into it five years ago. And I recently, about a year and a half ago, got involved with Coldwell Banker Realty. And I'm very happy here. So I know a lot about the growth of what has been happening in Florida, Central Florida primarily. But I've traveled the whole state, so I'm very familiar with how the markets change and vary from place to place. And if someone has any questions about real estate, whether they want to buy or sell a home, they can reach me. Um, I have a cell phone. is 407-965-9462. Or they can contact the Coldwell Banker Realty Office in Orlando on Colonial Drive, and they can send me the information as well. Now, you, you stopped by a couple of weeks ago just to see and talk to us. You were talking to Craig, as a matter of fact. And while you were in here, your phone blew up. So we're going to take a lot of credit. If you if you sell any homes, we're going to take a lot of credit. Is that okay? Uh, yes, I'll send you a nice thank you card. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. Maybe a box of donuts. No, we had, we, oh, donuts, okay. <laughs> we haven't had realtors on. We've made a lot of fun of both Marines and realtors over the, you know, over the past couple of months. Not intentionally, but just because we like to poke fun at them when they're not here to defend themselves. And the, the tagline for this is looking for a senior home. And that'll hopefully explain more later on. But do you have any military background in your family? You didn't serve, did you? I have not, no. But um, I have had the honor of having my father and my brother both did serve. My father was in the Army, and he was stationed in Germany in the 50s and 60s. And my brother, he went into the Air Force and became an Air Force mechanic. And he was in the Air Force um, probably in the late 60s, early 70s. So you had one smart one of the family. There you go. Went to the Air (laughs) Force. (laughs) Man. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Now, you, you alluded to the fact that you've been in the Central Florida area you're pretty much your whole life. Give me some positive changes. We're gonna, I want to talk about being a realtor and what that means as a small business operator. What are the changes that you've seen in Central Florida from a realtor standpoint, whether it's the internet, whether it's email functions, just what have you seen that's been a real positive in this industry? Oh, boy. Positive is a challenge word for us. So, The changes I've noticed, because when I first started real estate many years ago, we didn't have the internet, of course. So we had a big book that looked like a phone book that we had to use to look for homes. And that was grueling, okay, because you would sit and look page by page for these houses to take your customers to. So having, of course, a web-based program, I love to have what's called our multi-listing service, which is offered to agents only. And it lists all of the homes that are for sale with an agency, a brokerage in the Florida area. Actually, in a lot, most states, most everybody uses that now. So I love having that because within a matter of seconds, I can plug in some information and pop a button and up comes all the homes that I could tell my customers about. So that's a positive with technology, of course. And the growth in the area has been crazy. Now, as far as the positivity, other things go, Florida has become a very popular state for relocating to. Yeah. You know, we don't have snow. We don't have yep. state taxes. We don't have yep. things like that. And we have a lot of developers that are coming here building new homes. So there's a lot going on that really makes it a positive place for people to relocate to. Which can be good or bad because it can make you crazy just trying to keep up with everybody. But it can also be very positive because it opens up more potential for you to sell homes. Absolutely. Do you have a niche, and we're going to, again, talk about some more things, but do you have a niche over what you do and what you look for or who you work with? Is there a client that you prefer to work with? Well, anybody wants to buy or sell a home. Client with money, yeah. <laughs> client with money, yeah. Anyone that wants to buy or sell is, you know, qualifies. But I personally, I like to specialize in certain areas. 
So I deal with a lot of maybe international buyers that want to buy a home here. I like to deal with senior citizens because we have a lot of those here in the state and I take care of them. And um, I love to, of course, work with people that want to sell a home because I'm a what's called a, P- a PSA, which is a pricing special advisor. So I can sit down and go with them and help them to get the right market value for their home. Both buying and or selling. So yes. do you prefer, which end do you, do you prefer the selling end or the buying end? Or does it matter? If you ask any agent, primarily they're going to say they want to list first. <laughs> it's just working with a buyer is a lot of lot more work and it's a different kind of uh, scenario than listing the house. And when you're listing a house, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to get a sale out of it. When you're working with a buyer, there's no guarantee. So sometimes you can can do a lot of upfront work and end up never having anything come to fruition. All right. So uh, let's talk about that. One of the, uh, we want to say a negative thing, but one of the real challenges is with a buyer, they can decide and then bail on you at the last minute and go with somebody else, can't they? And it has happened. It happens to most every real, real estate agent where you work with buyers and they just get frustrated. They can't find the right home or they can't get the funding or, you know, sometimes they just end up going somewhere else to do the purchase, which makes it challenging. So that is a a negative drawback. But if you're a good agent, you do a good job and you take care of your customers, the chances of that happening are slim to none. Are referrals really your best way for you to do business? Well, any business or referrals, the best way to get business. Absolutely. And I do get quite a few referrals. I get a lot of repeat customers, which are my favorite because they know how you work, you know how they like to be taken care of. But most of the leads, they come from really hardworking, going out, and you got to talk to people. And you have people like Craig, who hands out business cards for you. You get, you know, a lot He'll of... He'll talk to re- anybody. A lot of... <laughs> he will talk to anybody. Yeah, this guy will talk to anybody, right? You'll talk to anybody? Well, actually, the person across from me, uh, she's the same way. I, I, I learned it all from her. <laughs> we, well, work, you, we used to work together in the same hotel. In well, in the same well, that's right because you yeah you had your hotel right. background so and then you were in that yeah I was a director well. of sales as he was and we were at different hotels but we worked for the same hotelier you know I imagine that's okay I, I well we won't even go there with that <laughs> but why did you choose then there's a plethora of opportunity why Coldwell Banker oh my goodness I have been to other brokerages in the past five years and nothing against any one of them other than when I went to Coldwell Banker as a, a real estate agent we are independent contractors yep. we're we are own our own business so there's a lot of uh, resources that you actually need to run a business and when it comes to brokerages of all the ones I've ever interviewed with Coldwell Banker absolutely loves their agents they give us the best resources to help our buyers and sellers I could spend an hour going over it but it's it's something is if anyone is looking for an agent to work with I highly recommend you interview a Coldwell Banker agent from anywhere and ask them how they're different and they will tell you it's absolutely amazing what we can do to help people Fantastic I was going to say that's like Muppets you've been out to to MGM I'm sorry Disney whatever it is called now MGM <laughs> right. go to the Muppets 4D Right. You got a glorious three-hour finale. You got a minute and a half. Okay, so you're, <laughs> exactly. you, you can spend an hour <laughs> talking about it, so you're going to give it to us in 30 seconds. I am. There are a lot of letters after your name. You talked about that. What do they all mean, and are they really important? Well, they're important sometimes for our other peers. They're important to a consumer. It just means if a consumer sees that you have those type of things behind your name, it means that you've done extra studying, extra training, that you care enough to specialize in your craft that you can possibly have a specialty and a service that they need that maybe another agent doesn't. Because you can go to real estate school and you learn a lot, but then it's like becoming a doctor. You can go to a general practitioner or you can go to a specialist. So having those symbols after your name just tells people that, listen, I specialize in this area and I can be very good at it. So I have a few. I'm a CIPS, 
which is a certified international property specialist. Simplified, it means that I understand cultures and how people like to be worked with from other countries. I'm also a PSA, which I just mentioned, which is a pricing strategy advisor, which means I can help someone who lists their house, how to get the right market value, or if they're buying, whether the asking price is right or not. I studied a little bit extra to learn how to do that. And then I'm also a senior residential specialist, which means I like to work with senior citizens and make sure they're taken care of properly because a lot of seniors live here and they have special needs and we need to know what they are and how to take care of them. We forget a lot. That's one thing. You know, senior, I'm not quite a senior. You're closer to the senior citizens. Are we, on? Than, yeah. are we on the air yet? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So is that a real challenge? Because most seniors, and I'll put myself in this category, are like those guys from whatever commercial it is, might be progressive or whomever. But they tell you when you buy a home, you become like your parents. So you don't want to be like your parents. Oh, we're going to open a PDF file. Who wants to start? They're like, no, 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 no. So is there a challenge? When you deal with seniors, I remember you telling saying something about when you deal with seniors, you end up dealing with family members, not Absolutely. necessarily the seniors. Yeah. And it's something I mean, I'm experiencing it right now. And even I, I mean, I'm a senior citizen and I understand technology because I have to, but I still get challenged with it. So technology, especially, you know, computers and open up these files and looking on things like that. Not all the senior citizens have taken the time to become accustomed to it or be comfortable with it. So I usually end up interacting with their children to say, hey, can you, you know, go sit with your mom or go sit with your dad and, you know, open up this computer. I'm going to send you a link, open it up, look at the homes, go over it with them. And I have to help them to educate their mom and dad. Or if they have no one here, then I will sit down and do that with them. And I will go the old fashioned way. I will print out the papers so they can see it. I will tell them about it. I still take them to show them the homes. So it's, every customer is different and you got to attend to that need. And yeah, technology can be a challenge for senior citizens. Yeah, it can be a challenge for anybody over, you know, anybody over 15, I guess it can be a challenge. Well, we're going to wrap up the first half here, I think, in this, in this one. And I'm going to come back in and talk about some more things about being a business owner. And we'll go from there. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. Are you looking for your next new home? Tired of spending hours on the web looking at house after house? Wouldn't you rather have a list of homes that just magically appear right at your fingertips? If so, call Pamela Costa, a preferred local realtor with Coldwell Banker Realty in Orlando. Contact her today at 407-965-9462 or connect with her through her website at pamshomesinflorida.com. Either way, Pamela will help get you moving in the right direction. We are back with the second half. I realized I don't have any home music, any music to play for homes, other than maybe like scary stuff. No? Yeah, squeaky doors open. Squeaky up. doors opening up. I don't have anything to Windows play don't for open. Homes. I got to get out of here, but the window won't open. Yeah, we didn't do that. You know what we forgot to do on the front end of this? How many, how many of these have we done? 38 now? 38. And does anybody know us right now? We're known in Trinidad and Tobago. We've got one listen, one download from Trinidad and Tobago. I, I don't know why, but we didn't give contact information for us. So are how? Do, how are you? Who? What? Who? What? Exactly. You are. I'm with Vets Growth at four zero seven seven five four five seven seven nine. And your you? name? My name is Craig. Welcome, Craig, and this, and I am Tim Proctor with GRP Studios four zero seven seven eight two five nine six nine or info or Tim at GRP Studios. 
www.coldwellbankers.com. We have Pamela Costa in here today with Coldwell Banker Realty, back-to-back realtors. All right, so what is the difference between Realtor, no, it's not Realtor, it's Realtor. Correct, Realtor. Realtor, (laughs) not Realtor. Right. I'm sure I've done the same thing. And you said that there's a difference. A real estate agent. Real estate agent. So what is the difference? Aren't aren't they the same thing? No, it's it's a different terminology. So it's kind of like being a doctor or a specialist. Again, back to that scenario. So you, you can be a real estate agent, real estate associate, okay, which is someone who holds a real estate license and has the right to sell a home. But being a realtor means that you've earned the right to be part of a special organization. We take extra training and we follow by very, very, very standard guidelines and we're held responsible by the National Association of Realtors. And they set the guidelines that we have to work by. So when you're working with someone, having someone that has that realtor logo or symbol behind their name means that you're working with someone who's being very, very, very responsible and will definitely set the guidelines into following the rules to take care of their customers. So that is a little... R, the registration, the R on behind your name. Well, it's like being a fiduciary. If you're a financial person, if you're a fiduciary, you're supposed to have the training to be able to be a little bit more responsible. Correct. So you're a responsible real estate agent, realtor person. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad we got good ones in here. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> glad we got that definition out. Is that in the book anywhere that we can look that up? Yes, just go on the internet. It's a fabulous place to look. Because you can find anything on the internet. <laughs> exactly. What's the difference between a real estate agent and a realtor? You'll get And if it. it's on the internet, it's got to be it's true. It's got to be true. It's got to be absolutely be. true. So, absolutely. again, give people your contact information in case they missed it on the first half. Lovely. I'm happy to. Pamela Costa with Coldwell Banker Realty out of Orlando, Florida. Um, I have a cell phone. My number is 407-965-9462. And you can find me at Pamela.Costa at FloridaMoves.com. That's right. I don't think you gave that the first time, did you? So no, now, I did not. now people so thank know. Thank you for reminding. And they know how to get you, how to get a hold of you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this. Is a podcast with a veteran flair to it. We're both Air Force veterans. If a veteran comes out and says, "I don't want to do what I was doing in the service. I was a bomb loader." There's not a whole lot of work for that unless you go DOD route. I want to sell homes instead of blowing them up. I want to sell homes. <laughs> what advice would you give to a veteran coming out? And I want to be a business owner because you really are a small business owner, exactly. an emerging business owner. What advice would you get to somebody coming out? What would, where do they need to start? Well, first of all, talk to several realtors or real estate agents and ask them what their life looks like. Because <laughs> there's a misnomer that all we do is open up a door and we make lots of money. Uh, if that were the case, I think everybody and their brother would be an agent. However, there's a lot of training that goes involved. You have to take a a 63-hour course that's required by the state of Florida, and you have to take a class, a course test, and then you got to go and take a board test, and then there's following consecutive hours of post-licensing training, and then there's every two years you got to take continued education. So there's a lot of time involved in it, and there's money that's involved in it as well, because for all that training and all the testing, you got to pay for it. You got to join associations. You've got to pay for everything that you do. It's, you're a business owner. So I would follow someone. There's a lot involved. It's not hard. It's not easy, but it's very cumbersome, and you've got to be dedicated to your craft to be good at it. So you don't just hand out cards. You wait for the phone to ring. You show a house, and you make some money, right? <laughs> I that, wish. That's pretty, pretty much I that simple. <laughs> No, Tim, how, can, can we start stop the podcast we, and start, and being, start selling homes? You know, I don't. I don't know if I like people enough to sell yeah. homes. I would bet that's no. that's basically yeah. Just it. Sp- spend a day shadowing an agent, and you would you'll definitely be surprised at what the life looks like of a real estate agent. 
But it's so, your passion. It has to be a passion because yeah. you're not going to be successful at it if it's not. So what from a business aspect, from an emerging business owner, you talked about the CE credits. Where do you get the CE credits from? Do you have to go through qualified programs to get Absolutely. those credits? They have to qualify. Usually for us here in Central Florida, we have a local boards that offer classes that follow that will qualify for the continued education. Sometimes you can take it from the National Association of Realtors or independent training classes. There are a few out there that you can take online but it does have to qualify for that CE credit standard based to the board's qualifications. And now you can do it online instead of back in the day when you had to go someplace, take an actual test, it can all be done. Yeah, that's convenient now. right now to be able to do it in the you know comfort of your own home, which I highly recommend. Getting you know meeting other agents and being in that environment and getting a good instructor is really helpful. You can always learn from somebody else. Absolutely, anything that you may or may not know. So how do you set yourself apart from other agents? Because there's only a couple here in Central Florida. Right? We were talking to Jason the same. I think I can throw a rock and probably hit a realtor probably. somewhere here in the neighborhood. Yeah, it is. It's a large industry. And again, it's like anything else. You're going to have to find people that fit your personality. But I think to stand out, you've got to give good customer service. You've got to know your market. You've got to understand the business. But for me personally, I just take the time to get to know my customers. I want to know what their specific needs are and where they want to be. And if I can't help them, my job as a good you know, person would be to find them someone that can. There's a lot of specialties and there's some areas that I might not feel comfortable in. And I'll say, okay, like commercial, there's commercial fields and there's land fields and there's other types of other areas of real estate. So I will connect them with the right person or get someone in my office to help me with that. And so do you partner with other people either inside Coldwell or outside of Coldwell Banker that you say, hey, I'm over in, I'm here in Central Florida. I take this area. If it's in Gainesville or whomever, I'm not going to do that because it's just not worth my time. Do you then partner with individuals within Caldwell or with others? You can do either one. It's, there's no rules to that. Of course, you, it's nice to stay within your own brand because we understand the brand. However, I'm doing it now where I have a listing that's two hours away. So I've decided I'm still going to list the house myself, but I'm partnering with another Caldwell Baker agent up there to maybe help me with the buyers that are local and do open houses. So there's a way to do that. And you can also refer back and forth and you know, internally or externally. It doesn't really matter. I get brokers that send me business because they don't want to work with that particular client. And I've just got a relationship with that broker from a completely different brand. However, they know me, they trust me, they like me, so they send me their business. So again, it's just your own business. You can do what you want to do within the rules and regulations. And Craig, you've talked about that a lot. It's not really competition for you in, in the realtor's world. You've got to partner with somebody. If you're trying to lone wolf it, you're really not going to get anywhere. And, and you talk about that all the time. No, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, I think in any business, everybody thinks this competitor side is like danger. Actually, it's a welcome. I mean, when people start learning to partner up with each other of different facets in life, you're going to achieve more because they might know somebody you don't know that directs you to them. And I can't get that word across enough. I guess we're we're kind of ingrained to that. You don't want to you don't want to share anything because we deal with that with nonprofits a lot. A lot of nonprofits don't want to work together because well then you're going to take my funding. Like really, we're all here for do the same thing. What's what's the big deal? Yeah, I call it playing in the sandbox. Nice together. I, I have to agree because right now everybody needs to learn how to work together so we can keep growing everybody's business. You grow, you hire people. Right, and it, it's it's like any other business. though. it, it is competitive. We are our own business owners. We do work on commission only. So it's, it's, you know, sometimes do or die in your world if you're not, you know, being successful. 
However, everybody's personality is unique. And I think that I've been more successful working with people than without them. And being kind to other agents from other brokerages, you need them, you need them on the other side. And then, of course, working really well with your team and house is important. Yeah, because unless you can shoot them with a rubber band gun and they don't see it, well, then that's a whole other story right? when you go buy other, other realtors. Do you do networking? Is that the kind of thing you do? Is that really? Absolutely. absolutely? Did you just start networking? Did I just start? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday? <laughs> About five minutes ago. No, I started in outside sales when I was 21. I'm a little bit older than that now. So, so, you've, been, so you've been it for five years. Five, five right? years, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I wish. So I have learned that in working with other people and the word of mouth is always going to be the best way to get business and create relationships. If Craig always says this, if you, know, you don't know them, they don't know you kind yep. of thing. You always hear him saying that. So it is the truth is that you need to definitely network and get your name out. Talk to everyone. I hand my business card out to every single person I talk to. It's annoying to some, I think. I'll hand it out to the cashier at you know the, the local convenience store. I'll hand it out to when I go in to get my oil changed. I hand it out to the tellers at the toll booth. It doesn't matter. I mean, the business card is there to be used that exactly the way you described it. It's a drop program. you got to use it because if you don't use it, then you're not going to get any business. And, and people cannot get the concept of that. People sit on business cards all the time, and I go to their people's offices, and I take theirs and say, you know what? I know this person that has a great studio. <laughs> he's, he's pointing his finger at me because he's pointing his thumb at me because like, I sit on my business card. Do you have any business cards? Yeah, they're right here in my wallet. Have you passed any out lately? Uh, yeah. No, I have not. Network so. is important. You have to do it. No matter what world you're in, you have to do it. I think I got one scheduled for every day for the next two weeks. I'm just going to go hit out blast. I've been working for this great guy in GRP Studios, and I said my opportunity is this year is to make sure he has a lot of these little booths that we sit in. Maybe we can get a larger one for us, huh? Yeah. But no, this actually, if this is roomy. We got enough room to spread out. We can, you know, be exactly as, as big as we want to be. It's usually a lot cooler in here, and he's always complaining about the temperature. He's Who like, is wearing the sweatshirt this past like weekend? He's like the Goldilocks of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's got to be too cotton or colder. So you you, alluded, you touched on it briefly. You are an independent contractor. You're a, you're a 1099 contractor from Caldwell. What are some of the things that people might not understand? You think, oh, I'm just going to be a real estate agent. I work for Caldwell Banker or for whomever. What are some of the things they may not understand about their responsibility financially with as, being a business owner? Uh, as from a realtor's point yeah. of view. Okay. So, yeah, you are a business owner. You have got expenses just like someone who has a, a brick and mortar location. Okay. You got to spend money on your business to make money. We spend money on marketing, advertising, not only ourselves, but our customers' homes. We've got to find ways to reach out to our customers to find them. So you have an investment in yourself and your business um, financially to get out there and make sure that you're getting the right promotions and the right kind of information about you out to others to be able to find you. So yes, absolutely. You've got to spend that time and effort and Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Do you have, now did you set up a business plan when you put this together for yourself? That's one of the main things they focus on when you're working with the right broker. You, they teach you, you have to have that. You've got to figure out how many homes you got to sell to reach the goal that you have. And if you don't have a business plan in action, as they always say, we have a great trainer uh, within our company. Her name's Laura Gilmore. I'm going to throw her name out there because she's awesome. 
And she always says, if you don't have a business plan, you don't have a business. And that's really true because it's something that they encourage you in school to make sure you get that done. Yeah, so. I think one of our early second or third was, uh, was it fail to plan, plan to fail. If you don't have that to go, was our third one? Yeah, yeah. it was our third one. So do you then, did you look out or did you look for accountants and lawyers and all that stuff beforehand, before you even started that? Now you have them all in place, I would imagine. I do have them in place. I have a a wonderful CPA I work with. I love, again, one of the things I went to Caldwell Banker for was to use their marketing plans that I can use to promote myself and my customers. So I have that in place, which I love. I have training. But yes, you have to have all of those things in place as a business owner. Do you want to to give a shout out to your your accountant? Oh, I love my guy. His name is Thomas Blake. He's a CPA. He's fabulous. And if you need a really good business person, he's the one to talk to. He always answers the phone and you know, gives me all the advice I need to do things properly because that's one area I don't know anything well, about. You know, wait, wow. wait a minute. I got to give it a shout out to a person too. Every time I email or shoot a phone call out, this guy named Tom, Tom, Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, he goes, enough, Craig. How many calls do you think I need to take? Let's keep going, Tim. <laughs> I showed something. Why my wife always showing on my phone. I said, "Look at this. You see all these phone calls? Guess who that's from? Is that from Craig? Yep, it is. So, although I didn't hear from you for like three days in a row, and I was lost. Oh, because I figured that uh, since we did a pack and ship for Kiss this uh, Saturday, you were wearing a sweatshirt. I was not wearing anything. Everybody goes, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "This is beautiful weather down here." Yeah, it was, I, I want to personally, if you don't mind, Tim, I'd like to give a shout out to Craig myself. Oh, absolutely. Because do. I've known him for a very long time. Like you said, we used to work together. Five minutes now. And <laughs> at least. So, you know, one of the things I do like about Craig and what he's doing with his vet's growth business is that he is helping emerging businesses to find a way to network and communicate and to get together and help each other out, which is something that's so important and there's not enough of it. So if you are a business owner and you want to grow your business, I suggest you get to know him because he knows a lot of people in town and he's always been a very caring individual to network with. So I want to give him a big kudos because he, he does. Well, he I appreciate that. But actually, Tim got me started because of this. I don't know, all this construction, I have to go through under a wire, over a bed. I have to I, I climb into this office. Yeah, whatever. I, I do. I give, I pick on him a lot. We have a lot of fun with that. But he does. He is like a pit bull. He's like a pit bull and a bulldog. He will just hound people until he gets an answer one way or another. And then if he doesn't get the answer he wants, he moves on. In fact, I said that today about a TV, but that's beside the point. But I wanted to give a yeah. real quick shout out, if I may. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's half your show. Go ahead. No, it's not. Oh, wait a minute. Your show. The, go ahead. So anyway, Tim and I, when we started this, we all wanted to gear about veterans. And then we found out that the silver civilian counterparts were just as important as our veterans. Tommy, who is on the here from uh, the Veterans Resource Center, we Sergeant came up with Major the program. Tommy Maldonado. Yep. The Sergeant Major. So what it comes down to is that when we were in the military and every time we got restationed somewhere, we had a sponsor. Now, being in Orlando, there's so many people relocating and they're looking for people like you, Pam. They're looking for a home or they're looking for a hotel. We will meet them. If they call me six months before they're exiting out of the military, I will help them connect with the people like you, Tim, Jason, Sandy. We've got a slew of people that we will be there to help you with your families, your kids. You can get them all arranged right in one location. Please call us. Let us give you the opportunity that you are doing out right now for our country. Craig really does, and that's I know he's really been focusing on that, which is fantastic. If you are getting out in the military and you're coming here, if he doesn't know what you need, he knows somebody that knows what you need, whether it's through us through the chamber 
or East Orlando or somebody. You know somebody. Everybody knows somebody. So that's it. It's a it's a teamwork. It's camaraderie. It comes down to camaraderie. Everybody's going to benefit, and we're going to make sure you're taken care of the way you should have been. And we're going to go ahead. Go ahead. So we're, I know we're running out no, of time. No, go ahead. I you're just fine. want to give a, a quick piece of advice that um, speaking of veterans and working with Codewell Banker Realty, I want to let them know that we do have special veteran programs that are rebate programs to help them. So they need to contact their favorite Codewell Banker agent, primarily me, and uh, <laughs> and ask us about that program and what they can do to help them get into a new home. So please know that that's out there. It's fantastic. Now, tip of the day. We got a we got a tip of the day today. Do you, you want to read it? And then no, we'll, my bifocals we'll, are not bifocals are gone. <laughs> well, the tip of the day, and this might be applicable for you, is never assume. Do you make sure that you tell people enough so that they don't? Because they can just assume. Well, I thought that was this. I thought there was a washer dryer. I thought this. Well, did you read the contract? Well, no, because you've got this massive book of stuff of what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that is the utmost biggest responsibility of any real estate agent is to go over the details with their customers, fill them in on everything. I can promise you, you talk to any of my past customers, I probably bore them to death with all the details. But I tell them, listen, this is my job is to inform you and educate you. And if I don't tell you, you're not going to know. So I was going to go with uh, Groucho Marx. I love some of the quotes when I look at brainyquotes.com. Groucho Marx was, I don't want to be part of an organization that would have me as a member. So I always kind of like that pretty, pretty well. So, well, we thank you for being here today. We really do. Pamela Costa with Coldwell Banker Realty, your realtor. Thank you for being here today. We've got some information will be up when your podcast goes live here on February, what did I say, February 8th, 8th, right? Oh my gosh, it's two months into it already. But we'll be back. Any last words, Mr. Craig? You've got eight seconds. Everybody work together. Let's do the camaraderie thing. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.